How sure are you that you trust God with all your heart? With all your heart. That's a question I've been asking myself in the context of the verse that we're going to look at today, which is, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, in all ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. One thing that I always found interesting in the book of Proverbs, I don't know if you notice, is the order in which the instructions are given. Notice that the verse starts with trust first. The other verses sound great. Lean not, submit to him, but it starts with trust. So it's the prerequisite for the rest. Bit of context about the book of Proverbs. Um, It's largely attributed to King Solomon, son of King David, The book of Proverbs was written as poetry, so it uses many techniques from Hebraic poetry, such as vivid imageries, parallelisms, and so many others. They're meant to guide us in this quest for godly wisdom. So when going through the book in preparation for today, what surprised me was how many verses carry pretty much the same themes. Proverbs 16, verse 1, to humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. Another verse, Proverbs 20, 24, a person's steps are directed by the Lord. How then can anyone understand their own way? It's pretty powerful, right? We try so hard to understand and God says, Don't bother. I think we can all agree that it's quite difficult to talk about trust without talking about belief together because we trust what we believe. So in other words, we need to sort out the belief thing first before we sort out the trust thing first. Because when we trust something or someone, things are a given. Think, think of people who you trust in your life. You don't even second guess. Even when things go wrong, you just, no, nah, I trust them. I trust them. Things are just a given. So, trust is the next step after belief. couple of verses. Mark 9, 23. If you can believe, all things are possible for the one who believes. All things. James 1 verse 6. But when you ask, you must believe. You must, says the Lord, and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Be shaky. So, let's unpack that link between trust and belief a bit more. Who do we believe God is? Since belief comes before trust, we must be crystal clear about who we believe God is before we decide if we're going to trust him with all our heart. We can answer this question by flipping the verse around. Do we believe that we are smart enough to figure our own way out of anything? 
instead of leaning on him for understanding and wisdom first. Do we believe in him when he says that submitting to him is the best thing ever? Or do we resist this idea because we like to feel in control? Do we believe that he will make up our straight? Which, by the way, does not mean trouble-free. Or do we believe in our planning abilities? Are they amazing enough? <laughs> A quick story from my own life. So Stephen, my husband and I, uh, we are originally from Melbourne. We're pretty new to Sydney. We had no plans to come to Sydney. In fact, we never, ever thought about it. One day, one very random day, I received a call from a teaching agency asking me if I'd be interested to come and work in a school here. So, cut a long story short, in a few weeks, or I should say days, we rented a truck and we drove back and forth from Sydney to Melbourne. Back and forth, back and forth. We have no family here. We have one friend each. But we had this this strange assurance about a place we had never, we knew nothing about. It was really strange. <laughs> and we are so happy to be here, really, really happy. When we drove to Sydney, we literally could not see the path at the end because we mostly drove in pelting rains. You know those where you want to just do like this with the rain because you want to see the end? And while I was driving the truck, Stephen was sleeping, we're taking turns. I'm talking like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Lightning was just going on and off like this. No thunderstorm, like no the boom. It was just the lightning. I was praying to God, can you please make this stop? Can you please make this stop? It's scaring me. And then I realized, oh, no, oh, no, no, that's a good thing. Because with the lightning, I could see so much further ahead than my headlights. So I had godly headlights. And it's, isn't it incredible when you invite God's perspective in your life, it just changes. And I was like, Let, let's keep it coming. And I think that he made it happen a bit more. because uh, Well, I think. Uh, because it allowed me to see the path much further ahead. And it became what something that I was fearful about, became a very comforting thing. Like amazing, amazing God. I don't know if you've ever heard of a guy called Skip Ross, a guy I like to listen to. He says that our society ha tends to have a belief problem, not a doubt problem. And by that he means we hold on to the wrong beliefs, which then prevent us from taking on and applying the right beliefs in our lives. Just give you a second to digest that. So, are there lies that we believe about us, about God? Are there beliefs or strongholds of deception, 2 Corinthians 10.35, that we need deliverance from, to allow us to take on the right beliefs, to free our hearts, to fully trust God with all our heart. 
if this section in particular resonates with you, I really encourage you to listen to one of Jonathan's sermons called The Replacement Principle, which is part of the Waveform series. And a phrase that Jonathan uses a, a few times is, a lie believed as a truth will affect your life as if it were true. I'll just repeat that again. A lie believed as a truth will affect your life as if it were true. And here are some of the some examples from the sermon. I am unwanted. I don't belong. God can't be trusted. I don't trust truth. I'm cynical. God is harsh. It'd be pretty hard to trust God with all your heart if we believe these. Wouldn't you say? I mean, forget the rest of the verse. We'll be stuck at the trust part. <laughs> okay. So let's go back to trust. Let's say... We're nearing the trusting with all our heart stage. How do we know we're on the right path? So French is my first language. And in French, we do not have one word for the verb to trust. We have two. One verb and one noun. The verb is to do. And then we have the word for trust. So in French, we say to do trust. To do trust, we don't say to trust. It's a full-on action. So the action of trusting God, it's not a flip switch. Making the decision to trust God is the first step. We need to practice it. Practice trusting God. We need to repeat the action daily. It's not instant. Belief is not an accident. Well, neither is trust. Our daily actions will determine our belief system, which in turn will determine the core of who we are and how much we're willing to trust God. Ever wondered why the verse talks about the heart? It's because the heart is at the core of who we are. Matthew 6.21 For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Jeremiah 17.10 I, the Lord, search the heart, test the mind, to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his deeds. Proverbs 4.23 Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it will flow the springs of life. We cannot trust someone we don't really know. We must want to know God. No shortcuts there. We must want to know who he is, not what we can do, who he is. 
In other words, we need to increase our knowledge of God, of Jesus, since knowledge is justified through belief. Notice that the verse says trust in the Lord, not trust he can do this or that for you. There's no other way than to read his word. Study the Bible, ask questions, get angry with God, talk to him. Think of how we get to know someone in real life. Will we walk past them, ignore them, not talk to them? Same thing with God. We need to keep asking him questions, talk to him, have conversations. I remember someone telling me, have a cup of tea with God. Build a relationship with God. Same deal. Here's the challenge for all of us. How willing are we to break down the walls of false beliefs so that our heart could be free to trust in the Lord our God? with all our heart. Ain't that relevant for Christmas? <laughs> One important thing to remember is that the ultimate path he will make straight is keeping us on the Jesus path. To be a Christian means to wholeheartedly trust and believe that Jesus died for us so that we could be saved. We cannot lean on our own understanding to even begin to understand the joy that fills our heart when we submit to him. Think about it this way. God the Father believed in his son Jesus so much that he fully trusted him to carry out the mission of dying for us on the cross, so that me, you, everyone who welcomes this good news in their hearts can have eternal joy. Amen. Just quickly pray. Dear Father in heaven, thank you for bringing us together here in this building where we feel protected and free to fully worship you. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to die for us on the cross so that we could have eternal life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.